It's a scared cat's podcast. It's cats that are scared, and it's a podcast. I'm here. Welcome. Hey, guys. Hi. It's podcast time. It's time. It is... Seven o'clock on the dot. Look at that. We said seven o'clock. And this is our seventh episode. Oh my gosh. We said six forty-five. Well, this I said seven. Yeah. Um. How are you? I'm good. I'm like feeling weird because I just worked out and then I just had a really good dinner that you made. Yeah, it was pretty dope. And now I'm like a little like ooh, cozy feeling. Yeah. Like we're by a fire. But we're not. The AC is just off. That's true. You may hear the refrigerator still, though. Yeah. You can even go a little closer, probably. I notice it sounds a little... Like if you're up close a little more, it sounds like you're like... It gets a little more like, hey, I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm right here, and we're here to podcast. We're here. Um. So, I don't really remember what's been going on in life, but... Yeah, I was going to say, I don't really... My parents visited. We visited your parents. Yeah. Your family. Got a job interview tomorrow. Yeah. We're excited for that. Yeah. It's going to go well. Yeah. Just living life. Yeah. Living it up. Um, no small talk. We probably don't need to do like a big intro. Yeah. Know what I'm saying? We'll probably record some stock shit. Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Okay. Stock, stock, stock. Anyways. Let's rock, paper, scissors. Let's rock, paper, scissors. I need to get my energy up. I don't know what's happening right now. Let's do it. High five. I just gotta do one big yawn. Mm. Yeah, maybe I need this. Hold on. Sit up. Oh, yeah, we gotta. We gotta yeah, you gotta. Rock, s- paper, scissors. Dang, I didn't get a new pillow today. Rock, paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Right, I got that it. one? Yeah. Rock, right, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Got Check. that one. Rock, right, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, right, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Uh, Fuck, I always do it. Best. What? This boy is on a streak. This is stupid. Because you know what I do every... I do the same moves every time. That's and you true. know that. No, you know. Because I always throw rock on the third one. And you always throw rock. And then you know that I stay saying rock. No, you throw scissors a lot. No. No, it's always on the third one. You always get me because then I'm like, oh, he's not gonna, he's going to think that I'll switch it up so I won't switch it up. But you know that I do that. I know you know. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, I know you know. Because I'm a sorcerer. You're not a sorcerer. Yes, I have powers. It's just noticing my habits. From st- I derive power from sticks. You just stalk me too much. What are you talking about? We live and, together. It's and write down what I do. No. <gasps> Guys. What is going on right now? This is, a, <laughs> this is all sculptory. That's not the right word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the word. All right, so I won. Yeah, do you want to? I keep getting something in my oh eye. Oh, my gosh. You go first. Yes. I don't even, I did this story like two weeks ago. Okay. And then I finished it a couple of days ago. So I don't really remember the beginning. So this will be fun. Okay. Okay. Can I have my drink? Oh, did you have a drink? The red, the, the red bulls originally mine. 
This is a rebel. I chilled my pee. Her, I was going to say, it is, looks like piss. Looks like pee. New health kick, you know. Really speeds up the metabolism. It's negative calories, everybody. Don't do it. Don't do it at home. Anyways. Okay. So, I knew I wanted to do true crime. True crime. But. Let me get in the mindset. Yeah. I'm going to take this shirt off. We're getting real. I was going to say, that's a, like. Well, it's cold with That's what you wear when it's snowing. 32 degrees. It's snowing. It's a light t shirt. Light. It's lightweight. Oh my God. I think I'm dying. Okay. So, I was like, can't just do any old, any old story. I'm doing a Minnesota. Oh, fuck. Murder. Is it in Minneapolis? Mm, I don't think so, but I think it's close to here. Oh, that makes me feel great. Yeah. The town sounds familiar to me, but I thought that was cool. My guy is Ming Sen Xiu. What? This story. Ming Sing Shu? Yeah, Ming Sing Shu. Ming Sing Shu? I think it's like Shu. Ming Sing Shu, okay. Shu. 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 Like, a, yeah, Shu. 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 Like, Shu. Like, ooh, a Shu. Okay. Shu. I don't know. I don't think that really All helped. Right. All right, tell me about Ming. All right. Oh, we didn't call him Shu. <laughs> you okay, know I like those last names. Oh my shoe. Okay, this story is pretty crazy. That's, a, that's a pretty big. <laughs> All right, guys, here we go. I am so bad at like starting them. Oh my god! I'm Give me one more drink the of that. Fucking the. I'm really slow at my starts. The bar has come down. The announcer has said, "Please keep your hands and arms." Yeah. Uh, those are. Kind of, you know, you know what I'm thought, saying. All limbs in the vehicle. I thought you were saying the bar comes down. Let's get ready to rumble. That's a microphone, not a bar. Well, like the the cage bar goes down. Oh, the cage. And then he has the microphone. <sighs> Anyways, all right. So Ming Sing Chu was born in. Uh, okay, ready, set, go. Ming Sing Chu was born in October fifteenth. In. Okay, one more time. Oh I always God. get so nervous. It's cool. You, wait, 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 wait. You gotta take a deep breath. Just go. No, don't do that. Just go. Okay, that's gonna be so annoying for you to listen to. Yeah. Okay. Ming Sing Shu was born October 15th, 1950 in Taiwan and ended up moving to Minnesota at the age of eight when his mom, with his mom and two sisters. Um, I guess his dad was a professor at the U of M, which Ooh, right you the might river. be going there soon. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he was like already there. So they like moved to see him, but then he ended up dying three years after they moved. Um, Wait, who died? The dad. Okay. Yeah. So, Xiu was extremely violent towards his younger siblings and would, like, beat them often through adolescence into adulthood. She's like, fucked up. Hmm. Also, where the fuck was your mother? To be like, don't be a dick. Yeah. You gotta stop that, man. Yeah. Or, like, other people around Get a whistle. It's not a dog. (laughs) Every time it's that sounds like a buzzer. 
Well, I'm sorry. I can't whistle like a whistle. Like, I just threw the last shot at a game, and the buzzer goes off, oh, and did? I made it. You did? And it was a half-court shot, and the crowd went wild. Wow, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. I worked really hard on that all season. That's good. Thanks. Practice. Perfect makes perfect. Anyways. He's kind of a little shit as a teenager. He'd set fires in like three different apartments and throw rocks at people's cars, which is very uncool. Yeah. That's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just not cool in general. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's suck. You're driving by and a rock hits and it's a fucking kid. Yeah, you think it's the dump truck in front of you, but really it's the kid it's off the highway the chucking kid. the fucking rocks. Yeah. Goddamn kids. Dick. Dick. Needle uh, dick. Whoa. Got real <laughs> into the specific. When I was just calling him a dick, like a dick human. I was just, it was like from Waterboy. Oh. Somebody out there got it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody got it. <laughs> Multiple people. That's Adam, yeah. Adam Sandler. That was probably like four people. Oh, shut up. No, they're... Like, uh, yeah. Oh. They... <laughs> let me know, guys. Let me know. Yeah. Text me. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Can't pass the boom. I'm a naked mole rat. All right, so what's going You're on? You're not a naked mole. Okay. Arsony. So he lit people's places on fire, and then he had to participate in psychotherapy at age 13, not 13, 14. Okay. But I didn't really know what that meant, but it's pretty much just like talking to a therapist. Yeah. So I don't know why they didn't just say like... He's probably just... That's what they called it back then, maybe? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um, later in his mother's testimony, she said that he was an uncontrollable, uncontrollable child who lied and took no responsibility for his violent behavior, causing her to fear him. Mm. So I guess that's kind of why she didn't stop him. Yeah. But also, like, you got to look into other options. Like, if you're afraid of your kid, find somebody to help you. Help Yeah. Him. I mean, you did get the therapist. I don't know. Yeah, that's a. I feel like you gotta go through that to know what you do. Yeah, it's hard. It's like, shit. My my son's a murderer. But he's my son. Not yet. That's what she's probably thinking. Why would she think that yet if she hasn't murdered anybody? Well, he's setting fires. (laughs) He's probably peeing the bed at this point. (laughs) Oh shit. I'm just going down the list, man. Do you think I got hit on the head as a child? I don't know, man. Head trauma. It's big in serial killers. What? Yeah. Head trauma at a young age. I, I had that. Tell me about it. I apparently jumped out of a grocery cart and dove head first on the floor. Guys, I might need help. Oh, my gosh. Uh, stop. Okay. Jeez. What's going on with me, man? What's going on with me? Let's, let's dive in. Dive into what? <laughs> to Ming, yeah. Oh, Ming. I thought you said me. No. No, to Ming. I knew what you said. Anyhow, 
Jeez. So from 1965 to 66, Shio attended Alexander Ramsey High School, where he started having a crush on his ninth grade algebra teacher. Okay. Her name's Mary Stoffer. He began sexually fantasizing about her. Okay. He'd write all these stories about, like, fantasies he had. And at first, they're these characters from movies, um, like, fictional characters. And then it becomes very specific to her. Mm. And they included consensual sex, rape, and gang rape. So, he was just, like, escalating. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. After years of this, he realized his fantasies weren't, like, satisfying him enough and that he needed a kidnapped stopper to really Logically, satisfy you know. those things. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Anyways. Um, he began searching for her and in 1975 believed that he found where she resided. So well, I he, thought, so this is, like, after he's graduated and everything? Yeah. Okay. So How old is he at this point? 10 years later. Oh, okay, okay. After he was in her class. Because he was in her class 1965, and now it's 1975. Okay. And he believed that he found her, and he thought she was residing in Duluth, Minnesota, which is near us, isn't it? Yeah, that's where your dad wants to go every time That's why it sounds so Watch familiar. ships. And it's the Duluth Trading Company underwear I don't think it's because... I think a lot of people have been talking about Duluth, though. Like, not just him. Your hair. I can't stop looking at it. Thank you. It's, like, insane. Yeah, I gotta take a shower. Yeah. You look sexy with that on. Thanks, man. Yeah. We can talk about that after the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, he thinks he's found her. He's, like... I'm gonna... This is my time. I'm gonna kidnap her. What's happening? He breaks into the home, and he's armed with a gun, because he's like, this is how I'm gonna do it. And lo and behold, she doesn't fucking live there. Guess who lives there? Do we know them yet? No, we only know two people. I was gonna say, I was like, going back through, I was like, um... I'm gonna say a police officer. No, but that would have been wild. Yeah, it would have. It's her in-laws. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. So he forces them to the ground, ties them up, and threatens to kill them if they report the crime. So they don't do it. And, like, because they're fearful of their lives, like, that he's going to come back. Which, what the fuck? Like, I would totally do it. You got to tell the cops. You got to tell somebody. They didn't tell anybody. Hmm. Yeah. Like, who breaks into your house, ties you up, doesn't do anything doesn't even take anything and then goes away yeah that would be a weird experience in and of itself yeah that doesn't just happen like obviously he had other plans he's got some who's what's he looking for he's not looking for bananas maybe unless they're golden or diamond or crystal yeah or banana peels from mario kart what? He's in the race. What race? There's no race. Yeah. He's on that rainbow road. Okay, you're going a little too far for me, man. What is going on? Where are you? Are you keeping up with the story? Do you know what's happening? Yeah. I do know what's happening. We got Ming over here breaking into the house. 
with the in-laws. Is looking for bananas? It's like you don't. Even, it's like you don't even listen. It's like you don't even hear. That was like word for like You don't even hear me. Oh my goodness. All right, back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Five years, he continues his search. This is 15 fucking years. Jesus, man, what? Five years? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I don't some, do any... I'm not that obsession. determined to do anything. Yeah. At, at all. It's pretty crazy. It's just living life that's... And eating. It's all I'm determined to do for five years. Like, I don't... That's a lot of work. And also, like, how do you get tips? How do you know? How, I don't know. How do you search for somebody for five years? Yeah, maybe you hired somebody. But also, if it was like, I need you to find this, my old teacher, I'd be like, dude, that's weird. Well, you probably made up a story. Where were we five years ago? Uh, probably just meeting. Maybe. Maybe not yet. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Anyways, it wasn't five years from now. It wasn't five years ago from now. I didn't want to confuse. Did I confuse? Are you confused? Okay. What? There's <laughs> okay. So during this time, Mary is actually living in the Philippines with okay. her husband and two children. They're doing um, Christian missionary work and being dope as fuck and giving back to people like good humans, you know? Yeah. Just doing her part to help. Doing okay. the doing good. They finally move back to Minnesota. 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 In 1979. Okay. Is when they moved back. End of the 70s. Yeah. End of that time period. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, the next year, Stoffer gets gets a. Anyways. What? <laughs> Okay, the next year, she finds out that she's been living on the Bethel University's campus, and he starts stalking her. And he does this, I believe, for a year. Okay. Um, it's now May 16th, 1980. He decides, I'm going to really do it this time. Like He's going for it. Yeah. He's doing it. He tracks her down to a beauty salon in Roseville. While Stoffer and her daughter, the eight-year-old beautiful Elizabeth, Elizabeth, um, are leaving the salon, he asks for a ride, and he kidnaps them by gunpoint. Oh boy! Ties them up, throws them into the trunk of Stoffer's car, and drives away. On his way to the house, though, he's going to his house to keep them there. On the way, um, they keep like making a bunch of noise and like screaming and yelling. So he keeps having to stop. And the second time he stopped, a little boy saw him, six year old Jason Walkman. And he approaches the vehicle to find out what's going on. And she grabs him too and throws him in the trunk as well. What? Yeah. Poor little boy. Six years old. Dude's got some observational skills. Yeah. He drives to an isolated area in the Carlos Avery wildfire refuge in Anoka County and murders the little boy with a metal rod. That's not ideal. Yeah, it's really sad. Ugh. Blah, blah. Also very traumatizing for Mary and her daughter Elizabeth. Yeah. Sad. Ugh. 
then no, he, thank you. Yeah. Then he drives them to the house and locks them into a small, narrow closet. After a while, he takes Mary out of the closet and ties her to the furniture and begins talking to her for hours. Oh, God. Telling her, like, who he was and starts raping her. And he films all the conversations and rapes on the video on a video camera. Oh, that's weird. He told her that he was her f- student 15 years ago and that her the B that he she gave him in algebra was the reason he wasn't able to enroll in cl- college and was sent to the v- v- Vietnam War where he became a POW. Which is like, that's not her fucking fault. What? That's crazy. Yeah. Don't blame her. Some weird obsession stuff, man. Yeah. Talk about a grudge. I don't know. I think he has a lot of issues. I would I would say that's accurate. Yeah. For seven weeks, he keeps them in the small closet. Good God. He separates them sometimes. Like, when he's going to work, he'll leave Stoffer in the closet all day and then stuff Elizabeth, Elizabeth into a box in his van. And she has to stay there for like eight hours while he's at work. Oh, God. I hate that. It's a big fear of mine. Yeah. I don't want to be yeah. in close space. Yeah. Ugh. He constantly threatened them that if they ever tried to escape, they that he would kill her husband and her little boy. And so they never really tried. Um, actually, I don't know. They might have. But and then on July 7th, 1980, seven weeks later, she was at work. And Mary manages to remove the hinge pin from the locked closet door. And Mm -hmm. she's, like, still chained to her daughter. So they, like, manage their way to their phone in the kitchen and call 911. And then they hide behind his car until the police arrive and are immediately freed. And then Shu is arrested that day at his his police of work. I don't know Mm. where he worked, but I have time to look. Telecommunications. Like telephones. Yeah, something to do with telephones. Why do you think that? I don't know. It just came to me. Uh, maybe. But he's arrested. Okay, okay. They're afraid. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. Yeah, that's probably the sound they made. Yeah. Oh, good good catch, babe. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. He takes... He's taken to Ramsey County Adult Detention Center, where he tries to bribe another inmate, Richard Green... With $50,000 to go kill them before. Oh, my goodness. So they can't testify. Yeah, fucking insane. Green's like, you're an idiot, and tells the FBI about it. And they're like, "Mm, okay, no. Okay. And then they began trial in 1981. And then while Stauffer is testifying, this motherfucker pulls out. A gun? No, a a smuggled knife. Oh, shanked smuggled in a knife. Shanked her. And fucking jumps over the table and attacks her and slashes her face. Yeah. Oh, my God. Slashes her up. Like, somebody get this fucker off me. She didn't say that. But, yeah. But he, like, is screaming at her, like, promising to kill her and her daughter the second he's released from prison, blah, blah. She already gets 62 stitches because of it. They did a bunch of psychological tests after this to see if he has some sort of mental illness. It comes back that he doesn't. He's sentenced to 30 years in 
to 30 years to life in prison on kidnapping charges and 40 years on a separate murder charge for poor Jason Walkman. Oh, uh, yeah. Little guy. Eligible for parole in July 6, 2010. Oh, shit. Is he out? All right, fast forward to April 19th, 2010. They're back in court. Elizabeth is now married with children of her own and has changed her last name to protect herself because this motherfucker has continued to threaten her and her family that the second he gets out, he's going to hunt them down and kill them. Like, leave these people alone. Yeah. You lost, dude. In jail, yeah. She said, I'm a mother today. Everything he ever told us during the kidnapping, he did. I don't know that I'd let my children go to a park, to a mall, if he were released. No. Because, like, he stalked her mom for 15 years. Like, obviously, he doesn't know when to quit or, like, boundaries or anything. Like, he's a, when he's obsessed with something, he's going to fucking obsess Wait, so that's over. the daughter that said that? Yeah, because she has her own kids now. So did the mom come and speak? Yeah. They didn't have a quote from her, but I watched a little video and stuff, and she's doing good. She's, like, really thankful that they've had 30 years more to live. They've spent a lot of their time in the Philippines helping people because they're good people. Yeah. Sucks when shit happens to good people. Yeah. At the trial, Shu said he felt rehabilitated. He said if he had the opportunity and still would that he would undergo sexual offender treatment, but it's not available at the prisons he's been at, which is like just a random thing. It's also like, okay, but that doesn't fix what you did. He apologized for his crime. He recounted them all into detail, saying his schoolboy crush turned into an obsession, and he also admitted to killing Jason Walkman and led the police to the body, like, shortly after. In 2010? I, the way they re- wrote that was kind of confusing. I think he did it after the crime, yeah. but he's kind of saying, like, oh, I'm, like, trying to be better. Like, I gave, mm-hmm. like, I did this, but I also gave them where the body was, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Assistant Anoka... Okay, these, like, names are so long. Assistant Anoka County District Attorney Janice Allen says that there was no overt sign that Shu had changed while in prison, although he is 29 years older, so he's kind of just, like, the same little shit as before. And a court-appointed psychologist testified that she doubted Shu's truthfulness with his grandoy sense of self-importance okay which i looked up that work didn't know it and it just means like it's like excessively grand ambitious grandiose oh is that the word grandiose i think so that was like grandoy hold on let me do it. or grandoy i love this like speech thing oh you can't do it and hold on i have it up still grandiose Grandiose. grandiose. There we grandiose. go. Little another dose of the grandiose. September 28th, 2010, the Anoka County District Judge, Jenny Walker Jasper. How cool is that? That's pretty cool. Jenny Walker Jasper. Jenny Walker Jasper. I think I understand why she kept her last name because it would have been Jenny Jasper. Judge Jenny Jasper. Oh my 
gosh. Triple J's. That's so cool. J's my favorite I would have went with that. J's a great letter. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's hard to top. Yeah, it's up there. I like Q, too. Um, yeah. She rolled... Judge Jenny Jasper and Judge Jenny Walker Jasper ruled Shu would not be released and would be in prison for the rest of his life because he still appeared to be a threat to society. Yeah. And that is the story of Ming Sin Shu, the little shithead stalker boy killer that we do not like. Shouts to Jenny Jasper. Jenny Jasper. Triple J. And shouts out to Mary and Elizabeth. Yeah, staying strong. Yeah, well, shout. Are they still? Yeah, so that's still. They're alive. They are to this day. Yeah, we could be pen pals. That'd be pretty cool. It would be pretty cool. I've wanted to do a pen pal lately for some reason. I have a pen pal. You have a pen pal. Yeah, Justina's my pen. Oh pal. yeah, I remember that. You tell me that. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Two of my card, two of our cards out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's my story. It was pretty good. Thanks. How long is it? What? How long is it? How long is what? How long was mine? It's like forty minutes. Gosh. You're a big turd. All right. I have a feeling you may have heard of this one. Okay. Um, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start my thing now. Okay. You ready? Yeah. You ready? Are you guys, are you ready, folks? You ready, man? Are you ready, you guys? ready, kids? Are you ready for the mystery at the Oslo Plaza? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Oslo Plaza, is that like a shopping center? It's a hotel. Ooh, I love hotel ones. Have you heard of it? No, I don't think okay. so. I'll let you know. I'll okay. let you know. Okay. <gasps> oh my gosh, we haven't done a haunted thing in forever. It's not haunted. Oh, wait, what? A mystery? I said mystery. Why gotta assume it's ghosts? <laughs> um, oh, sorry. <laughs> so, in a room of the hotel plaza, I forget what floor it was on. There's another dimension. Room 2805. Oh, I kind of like that number. Yeah. If it was a four. Yeah. Twenty-eight oh four. Yeah. Doesn't that sound nicer? It's very even. Yeah, it sounds a little bit better. But twenty-eight oh five, like five, such a popular number. Yeah, I like and five. Like twenty-eight. I like that twenty-eight part. I always like that if you added five, and five, you went from an odd number to an uh, even number. Well, that's with any odd number. Shh. Okay. Adding to another. All right. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, I just meant I just like it about five and all odd numbers. Okay. So, Sorry. Saturday. Sorry. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. In Oslo. Actually, no, yeah. Yeah. Norway. We're in Norway. Oh, cool. The land of your four, four brethren. Is it? Was that one of the guys I just did ancestries.com? It's so cool. I'm fucking yeah, North, Irish. Northwestern Europe, I think. I mean, it might not be Norwegian, but. Northwestern Europe. You were a little Sweden. Swedish. I'm fucking Irish. We're my Irish folk. At, I'm so excited. I think in an earlier episode, I asked, or we were talking about how cool it was that Brian was Irish, and I was really jealous. Well, guess what, bitches? He ain't the only one. I'm so Irish. I'm so Irish. I love it. We're going to have ginger babies. 
in the future. In the future. There will be ginger cuisines. <laughs> Anyways. All right, Saturday, the 3rd of June, 1995. Okay, 1995. I was a year old. You were almost a year old. Yeah, almost. 24 days prior. People so, are going to find you now that they know that. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm all worried. I got to edit that. <laughs> no. All right. Um, no, it's okay. So it's a little bit after 7, you know, 745-ish. And the receptionist at the Oslo Plaza, one of the, it's like a big deal. Like, there's, like, heads of state, presidential, like, meetings going on. Because often, back in the day, a lot of these countries were a little naive. And we, like, a lot of heads of large state would, like, meet at these places. Because it was, I forget the reason, but it was, like, it was just easy. Yeah. And they were they were neutral, so that you could trust that. The yeah. hotels were neutral. Yeah, like the companies, like Norway. Oh. Countries, I mean. The companies. Did I say companies? Yeah. Well, um, that too. Right. I forgot we're not in the U.S. I was... Okay. For some reason, I was imagining Abraham Lincoln. But what? we are not that far. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know where my mind went. We're not in the U.S. or in that time period. No, okay. we are in Oslo, Norway. At the Oslo Plaza. June 3rd. June 3rd. And I believe on Wednesday of that week, a Belgian couple mm, supposedly second. checked in. The woman had called in before once to say she needed a room. Yeah. And it was about two weeks prior to getting there. And then she called again, I believe, three days prior on Wednesday to say that she was coming that night because okay. I believe her original reservation was for about five days after. Gotcha. I'm not sure if you need to know that. You probably didn't, but here we go. Oh, wait, so, she's not important? Oh, no, she's the whole thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So. This isn't. Oh, fuck. No. Fergate? Ele- elevator? No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. So the Belgian couple supposedly... Jennifer and Louis Fergate. Okay. But I believe the hotel actually had them down as Fairgate, which mm. was a little odd. But mm-hmm. so at this point, the receptionist sends a message to the room because they've exceeded their uh, limit, oh. a credit limit, and they haven't paid oh, okay. anything. They didn't put a credit card down. Well, how was that? Exactly. What? So no credit card was put down. And they've been, like, ordering movies, create, like, ordering, ordering. And two times prior to this, I believe it was the night before, they they had sent messages. And both times, somebody had pressed okay. What do you mean? On like, what? Because it, it, it said, please contact the cashier. Uh, and it, like, flashes up on your screen in the TV. Oh. And then somebody presses okay. To make it go away. Oh, my God. Is this... Nobody's there? Is nobody there? Wait, what? (laughs) Are they not real? No. See, you're stuck on the ghosts. You're stuck on the... It's not ghosts. No, it's a time... I think it's a time warp or something. I think they were kidnapped. Oh, Oh, Ava's joining us. Don't scare her. Don't scare her. How are you doing? Hi. Come up here. What's he doing? Daddy telling a story. 
All right. Are so. you scared? They're still alive. They're still alive, Ava. Okay. I am. Okay. I'm so, here. so two times prior, someone acknowledges it. Yeah. And the third time, someone acknowledges it. Someone that we don't know. So, yeah. So it was a expensive ass room too. Like it was, I believe, almost like three hundred dollars a night. Yeah. Like the equivalent. But why? How can you not put a credit card down? Like the hotel just missed it or what? I don't get that. So later on, they're not really sure how the, it happened. Yeah. Because she didn't show any ID either. No ID and no credit card. And these are the Fairgate people, right? Yeah, Or Fairgate. the people before them. Okay. Fairgate. Oh, my gosh. And the woman... And go ahead. They saw somebody come in and check in, right? Like, they, it's a real person. Yes. She's on a recording. I don't believe they had recording. They didn't have him. Okay. So, she signs in, like, definitely. She has, like, a registration card filled out. Yeah. And she signed in as Jennifer Fairgate at 21 years old. So, at this point, the receptionist is like, all right, something's going on. Um, the do not disturb sign has been on, like, all weekend. They haven't, like, you know. So, she sends up the hotel security. Oh, my gosh. So, this dude, Espen Nias. I don't know. That's probably not how you say, say his I name. Like but it. He's 25, on the night shift. Working a security guard job to get through school. Yeah, get it, bro. So he takes the elevator on up to the 28th floor. It's 7.50. 7.50 right now. Yeah. Knocks on the door. A second later, gunshot. What? And there's no one in the room. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't, what are you talking You changed everything about the story. Gunshots. Okay, one gunshot. Oh my gosh, it, does this not get solved? This is this why it's a mystery. Just, just stop. I'm just stop. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> okay, so he thinks gunshot. It's a loud bang, you know. So he's like mm-hmm. gunshot. Mm-hmm. So he remembers the two people staying in there. So he like backs up, yeah. which you know totally understandable. So he stands behind the court, like a small wall in the corridor or some shit. And he waits a few minutes. He basically goes through the process of, you know, if there's someone in there, if there's two people in there, somebody could be in there with a weapon, right? Yeah. So he goes back down to the security station because all he has is a two-way radio, which can't call the police. So he runs back down. Why wouldn't he just tell them to call the police? Sorry. No, one second. I think I'm going to... I mean, you might not have thought of Oh, it. yeah, okay. So he didn't want to brog. So it was a two-way radio, yeah. but it's the whole staff. So he didn't want to be like, hey, gunshots fired, uh, and the whole staff just fucking like, panic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he runs back down. Which also, how do they not hear that? But continue. True. But it's like concrete. Yeah. So it's, it it's definitely probably a little muffled. But still, gunshots. Pretty, yeah, it's yeah. scary. He goes back down. Mm-hmm. He's talking to head of security. He's like, blah, blah, blah. Dude, gunshot. Blah. Oh, fuck. Holy shit. I'm 25. I'm just trying to go to school. I'm just, you know. <laughs> I'm 25. 20, 2805, you know, and. Do the numbers mean something? Oh, my God. No. So, um, the head of security goes up. He approaches the door. He knocks. He waits. That would suck. He knocks again. Murder-suicide. Okay. 
Sorry, I got really chilled. I was like goosebumps. <laughs> so he, he knocks again, and then with the key card, he gets in, and he noticed that on the door, it was bolted. Mm-hmm. So not anybody from the, the staff could get in. Only security could let them in. So like a regular key card wouldn't work. You had to have like the bolt thing. Oh, so they could unlock it with like a key? Yeah. Weird. Okay. Only security staff could get in. No other employees. Gotcha. So he opens the door and the room's dark. Curtains fluttering. Shouts, but he gets no answer. Is this on the 28th floor? 28th floor. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So he decides not to enter. Yeah. He pulls back. He finds a telephone and calls down. And another like half an hour passes before police arrive. <laughs> so the police get there. There's a woman lying on her back Jennifer. on the bed, staring at the ceiling with a gaping hole in her forehead. Aww. That was pretty much a direct quote. By the way, shouts to the article. VG. VG. Yeah. Dope. Poor girl. So, so she died instantly. Yeah. You know, boom. So there's a shitload of blood everywhere. The weapon is a 9 millimeter Browning pistol, which is favorited by, like, law enforcement and shit. So, is the gun there? The gun's there. Yeah, she's holding the gun with, <laughs> with the thumb like that. So she... The way it looks like, she's holding the gun against her forehead, pulls the trigger with her thumb, and kills herself. So basically, she's holding it like this. It was very odd, I thought. I thought very odd. Yeah, see? That's what they also said. Most people use two hands with that motion. Yeah, I feel like you, like killing yourself is such a big thing, you wouldn't use one hand. Brian's motion... You gotta explain what your motion is. Well, means. it's in the front. So most people, they hold a gun up to their temple, and they shoot. But she reaches the gun around and puts it against her forehead. With one hand. With one hand holding the trigger with the thumb and her other fingers grasped around the grip. Yeah. I don't buy it. Also, where's the guy? Did he scale the freaking building? Because the window was fluttering. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I'll give you my opinion. But 28 floors, that's a lot. Mm, mm, mm. Is this solved? I need to know now. No. Ugh. Um, These or are... is it? I don't know. I don't know. I... <sighs> okay, so TV's still on. The room's tidy. Not much luggage. No, like, other people or anything. So even, like, before all the CSI people come, they send a police report saying, like, it's probable suicide. So everybody comes in and they're like, suicide. And everybody's like, all right, all right, good, good, good. Case closed. But there's two anomalies. Mm-hmm. Two little anomalies to start off. All of the labels on all of her clothing have been removed. Stitch by stitch. Ew, what? Yeah. Like he had a seam ripper? Something like that, which they, they couldn't tell, but all of them had been removed. And I don't yeah. believe they, they found any, like, of them there like the fibers or anything maybe she was a sex worker that was also and he bought her all these nice clothes and then was like i love you or like do not you have to be a sex worker could have been a mistress it's like you need to tell your wife and it was this guy who's or lady who's um a big head person in the government of one of the governments and is like oh, i can't let you know Mm. Can't let people know. 
And then That's what I'm thinking. And then it was like, oh my gosh, I'm the only person that buys these type of brands. My wife will know. And unstitched it. Oh. Yeah. Not where I thought you were going to end there, but yeah. I did not mention aliens. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm doing pretty good. All right. So, second anomaly. Name's fake. Yeah, I had a feeling. Yeah. No I record, know. whatever. Also, no passport, no wallet, no money, no credit cards, no handbag, driver's license, or keys. You know, mm. nothing there. Not even toiletries or makeup. Only a cologne bottle that was a man's scent. What a weird thing to leave. Right? Like, you took everything so off. So, if, but maybe. Fingerprints. Maybe. They didn't get any fingerprints. Just. Just, yeah. Did they check the top of the spray bottle? The spray yeah. Okay. They didn't even get any fingerprints off the gun. Which they said well, actually isn't that uh, abnormal. Because, well, I was thinking you'd wipe down the gun if you killed her and then put it in her hands. Well, yeah. If she but I'm shot. saying with the cologne, what if she actually did commit suicide and it was the scent of a, of a lover or a father mm. or something? She doesn't seem like the lady. Oh, good old Jenny. Good old Jennifer. Yeah. Yeah. Do they ever find out who she is? Um, no. I don't believe so. Can you stop asking that? You gotta what? wait, man. This is a story. Don't, you, can't, you can't be asking about the end of the story. Oh, we find out. I don't know. Stop How asking do you me. Know? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it's you like, read it. It's like I did, but that's like it would be me asking what happens to the guy in your story. Well, I'm just talking. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not telling you anything about okay. the end. That's okay. My, that's I'm my trying rule. to do some theories. You can do theories. You're shaking. They look at the gun. Mm-hmm. The serial number has been professionally etched off with oxygen. Ooh, weird. Which is weird. You should check all ex- oxygen suppliers. Yeah. Yeah. That'd yeah. be pretty funny if they found him. Um, <laughs> what is? That'd be pretty funny if that happened and they found the guy. Oh my gosh, what if I just solved the crime? Somebody mm-hmm. in Norway. Do it. Check suppliers. All right, all right. Advice. So she fired two shots. One into the pillow. Let's see. To test. Oh, sure. And then one to kill her. So the second bullet went into her forehead, obviously killing her. In a black bag that she had, she had another 25 cartridges. That was the only mm-hmm. thing in the black bag. There were so 34 live rounds in all, including all the ones in the chamber. But yeah, I thought that was really weird. Yeah, you wouldn't need all that. Yeah. Unless she like just went to the store and was like, oh, might as well, it, there's a sale. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. weird. This is odd. Maybe they were going to do a heist. And she, Ooh. she fucked it up somehow. Ooh, that could be it. Or he was getting greedy. I don't know. Yeah. I don't see where the aliens play in. Or the vortex. Yeah, it's probably not too heavy on that. Yeah. But it is Norway. You never know. Close to the the poles. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
maybe he like teleported out of there because I don't get how he got out. I guess the so see that's why the security guard should not have went downstairs. Yeah. So the room was there for fifteen minutes. It was unwatched. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's. <sighs> so yeah, basically, there's really not much more to it than that as far as the case goes. Mm-hmm. So the police have a shitload of theories. Blah blah. blah. So there's one woman at the front desk that says she remembers seeing her with a man oh my gosh and she can't remember if it was like right when they got in or when they were like exchanging money because like back then you would get your money from the hotel desk if you're changing currencies but they couldn't pay for the room at that time that's what i'm saying man she's a spy she's a spy that was sent to kill somebody she was pretending to be someone else and then either her spy lover turned on her or somebody else found out that she was coming to assassinate someone so they called their spy and was like hey I need you to get on in on this and pretend like you're working with her and so they did that and then went up there and he confronted her and then uh, uh, there was a struggle and that's why the first shot went into the pillow and then they heard somebody in the stairwell or whatever and then shot the other bullet and it went into her head he made it look like a like a thing but his signature is cologne bottles cologne bottle okay so he left the cologne bottle maybe spritzed a little on the pillow and then vortex out of there okay i like the vortex thank you so there's a lot of other like really technical shit that we could go over yeah but suffice to say that can't be identified it's very suspicious suspicious yeah i'd say so yeah (laughs) Yeah. um good detectives over there but like they they so they give up basically like they, there's nothing they can do but there's a reporter that like does this article mm-hmm. and he like goes to her funeral because he's like been following the case so they after however many years get the case reopened what in like, like three years ago or two years ago or something so they exhume her body uh-huh. They dig her body up, yeah. try to get some DNA evidence. So they get the DNA, but, you know, they it doesn't match. Nothing matches, nothing anywhere. Yeah. Which is, I was actually thinking about your the DNA thing, because maybe they'll match something to figure out who. Because no one's ever reported her missing. Yeah. No one's, like, there's nothing about That's her. That's what I'm saying. That's weird. So after, after that, they start digging around. Mm-hmm. Really going back into the case. So they go back to the hotel, and the hotel doesn't want them, like, to talk to them. Like, it doesn't what? want any of the employees to talk to them because it, they think it's bad for business or something. which is suspicious. Yeah. But there's nothing to do because they can't subpoena them or whatever, blah, 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 blah. I believe, though, they give them the records of who was staying on the floor. Mm-hmm. So they start trying to locate these people. And they eventually find a man that was across the hall. 
Oh my god. They called him Mr. F in the article. They didn't give me Fergate. Oh, maybe that's it. Oh fuck. So he the was there. Mr. Fergate. Yeah. This is identity theft, but murderous. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. It could be so many different things, but I really think it has to do with this guy. So he he's like taught he they finally get a hold of him and ask him if he, they he remembers staying at the hotel during that week or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Yeah, I was in there for business." Mhm. Mhm. But unprompted, he also says, "I believe some girl committed suicide." there during that week very specific and he said that the woman at the desk had told him about it or asked him if he had seen anything relating to the case Mm -hmm. and he checked out on saturday morning and she didn't die till saturday night (gasps) what so they're like so they press him on a little bit and he's like i don't know i I don't know anything about that all i know is they they asked me about it and that's weird yeah so but the weird thing is like they don't they don't do it like that's the only like there's nothing they can get on him it doesn't seem like they're making any movement towards that they might be looking into him blah blah but like there's no update at this point yeah looking are they like they need like look into his life talk to people around him talk to the business people he had business with because that's very vague i had business figure out what he was actually doing around there get a better timeline i guess it it was a long time ago though yeah so it's kind of hard that's the thing are they still pursuing this it's open case so i think they're still going for it but there's no like updates or anything like there's like different records of her leaving and coming based on the key card but at the same time you don't know who's in the room letting them in yeah blah 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 so that's kind of where it's at um my theory yeah let's hear it my hypothesis i should say theory hypothesis you said it bro also the I forgot to mention that the cleaning staff thought she may have been an airline attendant hmm. because she had very little luggage, and well, she she's kind of, an assassin. But yeah, but yeah, I think she's in, she's some sort of spy. Yeah. And she comes to the hotel for a meeting, or possibly a love connection mm-hmm. with another spy. That's what I'm talking about. And she gets there. Something goes wrong. But also, it's kind of weird because why would you? Well, yeah, so they, they they hang out all weekend watching TV, blah, 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 and they can't have their names on. So they maybe they bribe the, the front desk or something. But so then something's got to happen to where she's got to die. So I think... Sometime prior to the security guard coming up, whoever it was, man or woman, who shoots her, shoots the pillow way prior. Like before way. So that way, when the security guard comes up and knocks on the door, he he or she can shoot her with her holding the gun, you know, forcing her to kill herself, jump out the window... 
somehow he's a spy. He can do whatever. Yeah. You know how he's those like people a are. Grappling hook yeah. So then it looks like suicide. I think that maybe he killed her first, was freaking out, freaking out, and then here's a knock at the door, needs to scare this guy off, shoots the pillow. I think the pillow's after. Oh, okay. Because then so that's like, that gives him more time. He was cleaning up everything. Yeah. Uh, security okay. guard comes. Shit, what do I do? Oh. See, that, also, he could away. walk out the door at that point, too, if he hears him leave. But I don't know. That's pretty ballsy. Well, if he's just in the room next door. If he's a spy, too. But also, if, if you're in the, in the room, room next, next door, door, they probably came to talk to you. Well, not but if he didn't he want to alert out, the staff. He checked out, though. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, the police and stuff. Somebody would see you leave by that point. Oh, yeah, he did check he out. He checked out. He can fit oh, down man. the drain. He's an alien, can fit down the drain. They had an, a secret relationship. I also thought maybe she was, like, like this was a test. Like, she, she had to go to the hotel room because she fucked up somehow. And if somebody came, she was going to die. And if what? nobody came, she was going to live. What? So when she heard somebody knocking, she assumed that they're, they're a killer, so she killed herself. But that's a uh, little far-fetched. Yeah. <laughs> if you're talking Pokemon, you know. All right, I think we could do series all night. Yeah, that's I think wild. it's about time to end it. Yeah. And good night. And keep it, keep it cool. Yeah. Peace. Bye, bitch. Peace. Bitches. All right, guys. If you have any interesting, crazy shit to add, anything, email us at thescaredycatspodcast at gmail.com or find us on all the socials. All the socials. For Instagram, it's the Scaredy Cats Podcast. Twitter, Scaredy Cats Cast. Facebook, the Scaredy Cats. TikTok, the Scaredy Cats Podcast, separated by periods. Boom. Check it out now.